1: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Vinny and Haney's keys to the game. We're doing a hell of a job. We're resilient, we're moving on, and we're playing a asshole. It's an NFL football game right
2: here. 1057, the fan. Vinny and Haney, 1057, the fan here on this Total Request Thursday. It is also Football Thursday. Ravens play tonight. Cincinnati Bengals, Ravens three and a half point favorites over their division rivals both teams coming off losses you want to get in your predictions and concerns feel free to do so at 410-583-1057 pick a song two and get your votes in for featured artist friday that tally begins now but Vinny, raven's trying to get back in the win column don't want to make it three home losses definitely don't want it to be too straight at home both in the division keys to victory
3: number one is don't beat yourself Man, it's pretty obvious. I mean, last week I thought they beat themselves. Don't beat yourself. If, if they didn't beat them, the Ravens lost three games by beating themselves. Double-digit leads in all games, and you beat yourself. Do not beat yourself. Number two, be the most physical team and tackle well because the ball's coming out quick. They tackled well. Last time they played, they tackled extremely well. Last weekend, in Joko, that was poor tackling. So they need to tackle well, and they need to be the most physical team because last week, Cleveland was the most physical team. Number three is protect the ball. Now, last time they played, Lamar had no interceptions. He did have a fumble, but they lucked out and got a penalty. Otherwise, he'd have turned it over on the 18-yard line, their own 18. So protect the ball. Anybody that has the ball in their hands, protect the football because it's such, for the Ravens, such a momentum changer. Number four, Defense, no big plays. Plays over 20 yards. They've done a good job. I mean, last time they played, Bob, um, Mixon caught a flat pass and got 32 yards. Otherwise, they didn't have any plays over 20 yards. So, they did a hell of a job. And Mike McDonald does a good job, you know, with that. They do not give up big plays. And part of the reason is because they tackled well. Number five, win a fourth quarter. Win a fourth quarter. They've been ahead all the time. Last Week two, they were ahead. And they closed it out. They won the fourth quarter. Win the fourth quarter. Tight game. Win the fourth quarter. Do what you got to do. You know, run the ball, eat clock, whatever you got to do. Make first downs. Stack first downs. Number six, win teams. Last time they played, Tucker missed a field goal. And they had an 83-yard punt return for a touchdown. So it can't happen. Can't happen. And, Bob, I did look at the video of the field goal. At the left guard spot was Zeitler and then you know the one that got black, black blocked last week Cleveland was at the left guard prior to that Cleveland was at the right tackle so maybe they go, maybe they switch things up a little bit in that in that respect but those are my six keys for the game the biggest one is don't beat yourself i mean that that's that's going to be key because there's going to be oven flows in this game and you know offense you got to respond you got to respond you know in special teams they can't you know, you, they gotta, they gotta make play. I mean, last week, I mean, block field goal, big play in the game. You know, punt return. They're, they're dominant. They're, they're killing Cincinnati, killing them. And then they get the eighty-three yard punt return. All of a sudden, the crowd's back in it. They're back in it. And then it's a different game. They make things difficult on themselves. Is what they do.
2: 508-1057. The fan, you have keys you want to share with us, people. You can at 410 583 Bob Hattie, Vinnie Serrano. Let's go to Randallstown. Oh, Bring in Rodney. Rodney, what's happening here on this football Thursday?
4: What's going on there, gentlemen? How y'all today, All man? All right, Rodney. That's good. I just want to get my prediction on the game, man. For some reason, I don't know. I don't, I'm don't. i not as, as afraid of Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals as everybody else is. I think we'll win this game. I think we we're winning by a score of like about twenty four to seventeen, something like that, 24-20. And uh like I said, I don't I don't I don't know. I just don't fear the Bengals, man. Sorry. You know, I spent team more teams like that we we like Cleveland, you know, somebody that, that you know we are go in and laying an egg against or something like that. But since I think we played them very, very well when we have Lamar. And I wanna to touch on something else, John, if you don't mind if you had the time. Yeah, go ahead. And that's that's free agency, man, and these guys that we gotta sign, man. Now you guys say Marlon's not playing, right?
3: Marlon's not playing, no. Well, he's questionable. Okay. Is, Ron, but, Ronnie yeah, is Ronnie playing
4: is Ronnie playing? No,
2: Ronnie's not playing.
4: Ronnie not playing. How about Williams? Is he playing?
2: Williams, yes. No, Ronnie's okay. dowpole, excuse me. Or uh, Marlon's Dowple. Sorry yeah. about that. Yeah, he right. ain't playing. So
4: that. we got oh, we got three high price dudes, man, that's never I mean it seemed like they're they're never available to play. And then we got a couple of dudes that we need to pay, you know, like Patrick, you know, like Matt, Matt BK. BK. Yeah, yeah why, why don't we, since these dudes aren't available at all, man, you think it'd be a good idea to get these guys to even, like, take a pay cut? I mean, release them or whatever so we can start paying these dudes, you know, start making an impact on the team. Uh, uh, that's
2: he's, all he's easier said than done. All right, Ronnie, thanks, man.
3: Hey, Ronnie, like, what if your boss came to you and says, hey, you know what? I think we need to take a pay
2: cut from you. You know, you're making too much money. So we can sign somebody else. Yeah. But players do renegotiate contracts. If they have so no to, other options. Yeah, to free up money. That, that's
3: the thing. If they have no other options.
2: But the Ronnie Stanley deal is now becoming uh, some. I think he's gone after this year, Bob. Disadvantage to them. He's always hurt. And he
3: doesn't practice. You know? So, and the other thing, Bob, is performance. When he's out there, you know, it's not, it's not up to Ronnie. It's not up to the level that he's being paid.
2: He hasn't been the same since he broke his ankle against Pittsburgh three Which yeah. years ago. Let's get out to the phones, go to Dundalk. It's Wes. Wes, what's happening here, man? Hi guys. How are you doing? Good. I can say that I agree with you, Ronnie Stanley. It's the softest tackle to ever wear purple. Uh uh, I could. I just wanted to talk about how I'm tired of seeing Pat McCarry get roll, run over at tackle. Um, I'd rather have Falele in there and people get around him than just get trucked. Watch McCarry get trucked over.
3: I don't. Uh, you know, McCarry. The last time they played the Bengals, he started. He got run over one time. But I mean, if you're running seventy some snaps and you only have one bad one, I you know, it's not all bad. And he didn't get sacked. You
1: know, so I mean, McCarey's an Garrett athlete. Vinnie, but but uh Miles Garrett, they 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 purposely like every team goes after McCarey. It it seems like they put their best pass rusher on against him. You guys have a
2: good day. Thank you. All right, thank you. Wes. What do you think? I thought uh Garrett you know,
3: kind of uh divided it up. I didn't think, you know, he was on the left side more than the right or the right, you know. Um I I got no problem with uh, McCarey.
2: He's an – Garrett is an equal opportunity dominator. Garrett's the best pass rusher in the league. He might be the defensive player of the year. It's has at Haney 1057 The fan will come back. It is the whip around what happened in the world of sports last night. A ton. Also, look at what happened historically. Local interest mainly. So, stay tuned for that. Your phone calls at 410-583-1057. And and then, then he breaks down the Bengals' film study. They lost at home. Two, the Houston Texans. Joe Burrow threw a couple of picks. Betting in there were a couple of drops. There were a lot of things that led to that defeat, but he's going to tell us.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. Brought to you by Fox Hill Pizzeria
1: and Crab Cakes. The best crab cakes in Harford County. One zero five seven, 057, the
2: fam. Top of the whip around here on this Total Request Thursday, Football Thursday. All sorts of crazy things happening in the world of sports. Let's go back to last night. Down in D.C., NBA, Wizards taking on Dallas. Luka Doncic and the Mavericks, eh, they got out early and often on the old beleaguered whiz.
0: There's a deflection there by Lively.
3: Mavericks on the run. Dotson, count the bucket and
2: one. 26-7 and 10 for Luka. That's monumental sports. Chris Miller and Drew Gooden on the call. 130-117 final score. Mavericks make short work of Washington. No Kyrie Irving for Dallas last night. Kyle Kuzma, 22 points in the L for Washington. Now 2-9 on the year. They will host the Knicks. Tomorrow night down in D.C. Speaking of the Knicks, they beat Atlanta. Close game, 116, 114. Emmanuel quickly. Baltimore, he yeah, had 20 points in the win for New York. Bruno Fernando, Terps did not play. Coach's decision. How about Sacramento all over the Lakers like a Kmart suit? 125, 110. Kevin Herter's been on fire, Nolan. For the Kings, 28 points, four boards, seven assists, two steals, stat filling. And he's a relatively cheap daily fantasy option. His price is going up because that's four straight games where he's kicking some ass there. Bad news, however, for Alex Len: Bad ankle injury. He's going to be out for a while for Sacramento. But the Kings, they beat the old Lakers last night by 15. College Hoops men, Big Ten. It was Ohio State. 76-52 76-52 over Mary Mack. The mayor, Fred Hoyberg 84-63 over Stony Brook. They're undefeated early, of course. Rockers beat Georgetown last night, 71-60. Locally, it was Louisville, 61-41 over Coppin. Binghamton over Loyola, 63-57. And Fresno State got on the Morgan Bears, 87-68. We got, let's see here. Terps in college football, which we talked about earlier. David Evans, six and four, beat Nebraska. Ten turn, ten penalties, three turnovers. Nebraska turned the ball over five times, and Maryland still needed a field goal at the end to win. Yeah, I mean that should have been a blowout game. But Michigan, nineteen-point favorites. What are they going to have this uh, cease and desist or whatever the hell it's called tomorrow with a uh, Jim Harbaugh? It's going to have the morning. meeting Yeah, tomorrow morning, stay of execution, if you will. Yep,
3: yeah, tomorrow morning he finds out if he gets coach and then if he does then jim harbaugh be they were saying on pat you know pat mcafee was saying let jim let john harbaugh coach the team get a double win on the weekend
2: about that uh this going on in the world of sports as well baseball the a's are moving to vegas that's Mm -hmm. it all she wrote i mean oakland alameda county coliseum's been in existence since the mid-60s raiders moved to vegas a few years back Golden State moved to San Francisco, and now the Oakland A's are leaving. So, the yeah. Oakland uh, metropolitan area going to be without a, a major sports team here.
3: It's their own fault nobody can go. I mean, and they never fixed the play. It was it was always kind of a crap hole. I used to go to a lot of the baseball games over there because the weather was so much better than it, had, it had candlestick because it was always so cold there. But and a,
2: food was good, too. A lot of history with the Oakland A's, yeah. and unfortunately now will become the Las Vegas A's, but as we talked about Bob Nightingale when this news started to percolate a couple months back, I mean, are they going to resonate in Vegas? I don't know. I mean, the Raiders are one of those teams where people from De- De- Des Moines, Iowa, root for, and they'll travel everywhere to watch them. Yeah, I know. The Golden think... Knights have a big fan base. I don't know if the A's are going to resonate like that.
3: Well, plus, Bob, the Golden Knights, what what they did was, I mean, they captured a fan base that didn't know hockey that well by winning and playing in the Stanley Cup Finals, then they got them, you know, so you know, I guess if they win a lot of games, you know, then you know, people will come.
2: Doesn't look like that's happening anytime no. soon. By the way, for the Oakland A's, it's video Hattie One O Five Seven The fan, Blake Snell, he wins the Cy Young on the National League for the Padres, his second one of seven pitchers to win it in both leagues, and he's a free agent, so he's going to get paid. He was getting paid either way. Garrett Cole unanimously in the American League for the Yankees, his first two high-priced guys, two high-payroll teams, two teams that didn't even make the playoffs in 2023, but both got awards, so good for them. This day in sports history, how about we do it? Uh, November 16th, 1970 at the Civic Center. Baltimore Bullets beat the Cleveland Cavaliers. 98-86, Gus Johnson, Honeycomb. Not the one that screams and yells during Big Ten games. The Honeycomb was breaking backboards back in the 60s. 33 points, 18 boards. Wes Unself, 26-17. The Pearl, Earl Monroe at 18. What do they all have in common? They're all in Hall of Fame. 1971, Bullets again at the Civic Center. Beat Houston, 110-107. Phil Chenier. 26. We had Jack Dukie with 22, West 12 and 13. So the Bullets beat the Rockets then. 1975 Memorial Stadium. The Colts play in the Jets. Burt Jones, three touchdown passes. One to Don McCauley. One to Shakin' Bake, Glenn Dowdy, and a 90 yard laser to Roger Carr. Fred Cook, sack pack scoop and score. Colts win that one 52 to 19. Sorry, Q to improve to 5-4 and four on the year. And then, let's see, 14 years ago in Cleveland, Ravens beat the Browns, 16-zip. Wright Rice had a touchdown run. Dewan Landry had a pick six. Steven Houska, he would go on to win a Super Bowl ring with the Seattle Seahawks, so good for him. He kicked a field goal. Ravens win that one, 16-zip, improved to 5-4 on the year. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. That was a playoff team. The 2009 Ravens lost to the Colts in the divisional round. It's Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. When we come back, film breakdown of the Bengals, the loss last week to the Houston Texans. What went wrong for them? Vinny's going to talk about that. You have a prediction for tonight's game. Feel free to get in at 410-583-1057. Got a fun out trip, Nolan McGraw. And then Cordell Woodland's going to be joining us at noon. News from the nest style. Ravens, Bengals, eight fifteen kickoff
3: Breaking down every last second of game tape for Sunday's matchup. Who's your connection.
1: You sound like a cop to me.
3: Who's your connection. Enter Vinny's film room on
4: 105.7
2: on on The fan. fan. Vinny and Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. Yesterday broke down the Ravens' offense and defense and their loss to the Cleveland Browns. Now we look at the Cincinnati Bengals who lost at home last week to the Houston Texans as we look at the way Houston has started to play as of late. I mean, you're not shocked by it, somewhat surprised because that's a game, air quotes, the Bengals are supposed to win, but 30-27 to was the final score. What happened there, Vinny? Film breakdown. Tell you what, Houston, Houston
3: took it to him. Houston's defense took it to him physically, especially up front. I thought that, you know, Orlando Brown, he got walked back a bunch of times. Like, he was on his heels a lot getting pushed back now but then when you go watch the week two game did a pretty decent job you know i mean they got what one sack on joe burrow um the the two guards bob were really bad against houston uh cordell volson number 67 the left guard and the right guard alex kappa they struggled big time i mean especially um the left guard colson volson i mean with with quickness you know type things and then the center struggled with some power. I think Pierce and Matabike are going to cause these guys a lot of problem the way they're playing. Now in the first game that they played against, they really didn't Pierce looked like he was not in shape or you know and Matabike, you know, he he just looked like kind of a guy, not the explosiveness and you know now his hands and everything are so much quicker. They both improved so much. So, I think both will give them problems in the right tackle. I've never been a Jonah Williams fan. Um, and now he's the right tackle. He was always their left. In week two, played played better at the right tackle. Played against Clowney. Clowney got some some uh, push on the quarterback, but he always gets help. Jonah Williams, if they're chipping, he always gets help. And when they see a blitz coming, Bob, especially against the Ravens, they put number thirty-two right in the A gap to help protect against the linebackers or whoever coming through the a gap and then they try to max protect, but the ball comes out really fast. I mean, really fast because they know their o line's not great. And he threw it a ton early in the game to Tanner Hudson tight end. I mean, he caught a bunch of balls early on. I mean, little flat stuff, boom, 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 you know, get rid of it quick because they don't hold up. They don't hold up and they can't run the ball. The offensive line are not good run blockers. They are not. I mean, because they can't sustain blocks. That's the biggest thing. And their tight ends are not good blockers. So they have a hard, hard time there. Um, and they did have some success against the Ravens. They hit a couple of runs here and there. But the, the Bengals run the ball least of anybody in the National Football League. So I'm expecting Burroughs to throw it, you know, probably at least 40 times. Because I want to say that the Ravens are going to be much more physical <coughs> they were the last time than the Bengals. And if they if they do that up front, then the Bengals are going to have a hard time knocking them off the ball and moving them. Now, with Higgins gone, that's going to be a big thing because he's a number one receiver. He's an excellent route runner. <coughs> now, Chase, coming back, he, he hasn't made any big... Well, he he, he caught the big one uh, last week. But the two big plays that the Bengals made were scramble plays. So that's a, the that's a thing that the Ravens are going to have to protect against <coughs> because he can move a little bit better now or a lot better now, that when he's scrambling, he's not looking to run. He's looking to throw the ball down the field, and he does that extremely well. So that's what they've got to look at there. And Boyd's an outstanding route runner, too. He had two drops in the game last week. I mean, he basically dropped a chance for them to have the lead with 90 seconds to go in the game. Now, defensively, with Hubbard gone, he's one of their better run guys. Miles Murphy, their first-round pick. He's going to be playing. I don't see a ton of pass rush moves from him. I kind of see him as always as a rookie where he's raw and inexperienced right now and he needs development. Now, on the other side with Hendrickson, Hendrickson just going to be a a going Jesse, man. I mean, he's he's going to work his butt off. You know, is he the fastest guy in the world? No. Is he the strongest guy in the world? No. But he's relentless, you know, and he's a winner. So he'll play hard. On the inside, I like DJ Reader some, you know, and BJ Hill. They wear down though. That's a thing. Those guys wear down, and they did in the in week two. Those guys wore down, why the Ravens were able to run for so much, and especially for Lamar to run so much, because they like to rush four a lot, and then that gives a lot of creases. The only thing that I'm a little nervous about is the last uh, last week against Houston, they rushed three, dropped eight, and it caused Stroud some issues. And that caused Lamar some problems, you know, in the Arizona game. So I could see them, you know, rushing three and dropping eight and, and seeing how that goes. And then we'll see what the Ravens said. Okay, this is what we can have success going against that. And maybe it's running the football. Now, their inside linebackers, Jermaine Pratt, 57, and Logan Wilson, they're bigger physical guys. They're not the fastest, niftiest guys you can throw the ball in the middle of the field. Ravens caught the ball a bunch in the middle of the field in week two, you know, because like I said, they're not the fastest guy, and they, and they gave up a lot of, they give up a lot of yards to the outside, a lot to the outside, and, you know, I mean, Justice Hill had a good game against them, and if Justice Hill had a good game against them, Mitchell would even have a better game against them because they get outside speed. Then once they got it going, and once they start pounding, then Gus Buss. You know, then they started hitting Gus. So I think they're going to be able to run the football on them. In their secondary, now the first time around, they they when they played man coverage, they did a good job. I mean, they did a pretty nice job. They didn't give up anything too big. I mean, the the Ravens in that second game, they threw three deep balls. Zay Flowers made a spectacular catch with two guys hanging all over him, And then Aguilera beat one guy. You know, for a touchdown. And then Flowers had another one wide open, just like he did last week, and Lamar overthrew him. But um, I think the biggest advantage in this game is the athleticism of the Ravens skill guys compared to Cincy's defense. Because week two, they tried to take advantage of the outside stuff, and I think they will again this week. Cleveland, they couldn't get outside because they're too fast. Garrett's fast. Um... Smith's fast the linebackers are fast you know so they're a fast defense and Cincinnati's defense ranked 30th they're 30th in the league compared to the browns number one you know so that's a that's a huge difference so uh, I'd be shocked if Lamar didn't have a good game Bob is, and, you know because he didn't get sacked last night and he is quick enough and more athletic than any of their defensive guys where his scrambling he could make a lot of those guys miss. And I think that's what he's going to be able to do. And if they're only rushing four and he goes up the middle against Cleveland, you know, Jock, he was able to run stride for stride with him and tackle him. Whereas Cleveland's linebackers with Pratt and Wilson, they can't. And they didn't in week two.
2: It's Vinny Haiti 105.7 The Fan. How are their young safeties holding up this year, Cincinnati?
3: Dax Hill's playing great, Bob. Last time in week two, he, had, he led their team in tackles against the Ravens with 12 but he's he's playing he's playing very well. I mean they're very happy, you know, with him.
2: Justice Hill's brother, by the way, is Dax Hill. It's Vinny at Haney, 1057. The fan, when we come back, take your phone calls. You want to get in on this total request Thursday, 410-583-1057. Your prediction for tonight's matchup between Cincinnati and Baltimore. Ravens, three and a half point favorites over the Bengals. Both teams could really use a win. Cincinnati for different reasons than Baltimore. Ravens trying to get to eight and three, three and two in the division. Cincinnati loses they're five and five and probably in big trouble. As Heider would say, the Bobster and the Vin-Man. I like our guys.
3: Vinny and Haney. 1057 The Vin.
2: Ah, a little MJ. I'm Michael Jordan. The original MJ, Michael Jackson, because he was around before Michael Jordan was. What's his on the wall, off the wall? Some will say... I might be one of them. This album's better than Thriller. Mm-hmm. Even though uh, Thriller was one of the greatest albums of all time. highest selling albums ever. Well, this one ain't bad. Get your votes in. Featured Artist Friday. That reveal coming up in a couple of hours. Ravens Tonight taking on Cincinnati. Ready for your predictions, concerns. If your confidence level's high, explain why. Like Rodney down He's not... Really worried that much about the Bengals, but I think you should be. NFL parody's real. Yeah. Any given Sunday, air quotes, uh, the cliche that's been out there forever. But you know, Bengals aren't slouches. And, they and they're probably a, they're a little yacked off, I'm assuming, losing last week.
3: And they got all pro core they got stars on their team, you know. So I mean they can jump up and bite you at any time.
2: We'll do our picks coming up around one fifteen. Cordell Woodland will give his pick. Coming up in a few minutes, news from the Nets. Buy or sell. Where's the Thursday money? I mean, we're going to be at Horseshoe Casino. Brew Brothers, so we could all use an extra. Because you know I'm throwing money in the uh, slot machine. Limited success. Just want to let you know there. Charlie Goldsmith's going to be joining us. Cincinnati Inquirer preview this game from their perspective. And then coming up around 1245, he's going to break down the stats between the two teams. Not to spoil it. But to tease it a little bit, Cincinnati, statistically, they're not strong in a lot of areas. And we'll get into that coming up next hour. But let's bring in Nolan McGraw. Quick draw, what's happening?
5: You know, I wonder how much of that is kind of impacted by their early season stuff. Like, say, if you looked at them the last month, five, six weeks, would they be significantly better than the full scope? Because that's what it seems like to me. I mean, they feel like a completely different team. But they're like near the bottom
2: in a lot of statistical categories, not middle of the pack. Yeah, like mm-hmm. Norm, they gave up a ton of rushing yards to Houston. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're ranked thirty. Yeah, that Singletary was OJ yeah. running around on these guys.
3: And last you know, this week two, the Ravens rushed for seventy eight, and then what? Week nine, Houston rushed for like one one sixty something.
5: Well, with that being said, I mean, I am oddly confident in the Ravens tonight. Uh, It feels a little weird to be this confident for a big division game, but home team on a short week. I think Bengals certainly they're dealing with their own injuries as are the Ravens. I I don't see this as being like a a game that I'm worried about. I almost feel like I was a little more nervous going into the Cleveland game just because of how much of a wild card that team is. Okay.
2: But uh, we shall see. I, you know, I'm confident that the Ravens will handle their business, but you know, you never know, man. Ravens could be
5: ten and zero, but the reality of the situation is they're not. Well, speaking of those Browns, I kind of want to plant this seed here. Maybe, hopefully, not speaking it into existence, but there is a real scenario here where we could come back in the studio on Monday and the Pittsburgh Steelers would be leading the AFC North. Is this like a
2: real thing, or I, is this like, like fantasy? I, I mean, look, land. they
5: play the Browns this weekend with Dorian Thompson Robinson at quarterback. Steelers always seem to find a way to end up winning even if they're getting outgained the entire game. They do that every game. Right, but uh, they're just maybe the luckiest team in the league this year. Ravens, like we just said, they've got no easy task tonight, even if I do feel good about it. Steelers have the head-to-head over the Ravens, so with the same record, or a better record actually, it wouldn't even need a tiebreaker.
2: Isn't that crazy? No. We keep looking at them as the worst team in the division, and they they could be in first place. Ravens nineteen and three at home in primetime under old Harbsey. There,
5: that's got to be one of the best
2: best marks in the league. Eight and two against divisional foes. Got Cordell joining us. Top of the hour news from the nest. Let's go to the funhouse.
0: Quick draws,
1: funhouse.
3: The rudeness, tunness text reader.
1: Who's oh, the fastest gun alive? This side of the Chesapeake. Sponsored by the Smile Design Center. Changing the way you feel about dentistry one smile at a time. For information or to schedule an appointment for care, give them a call today. 443-348-8812. I like that quick straw.
3: 1057 The Fan.
5: First text here says it's time for the Ravens to start prioritizing finding Ronnie Stanley's replacement. You can't keep going through this every year where he's missing at least a handful of games.
3: That that's on a good year. He misses a handful. Um no, I totally agree. He's making too much money for the level that he his play is is giving you.
2: Draft pick, address or free agency? That's, is there an in-house replacement? I mean, what avenue are you going to have to travel down to replace him? Well, I again?
3: think they'll have to probably go draft. You know. And you know, if they draft a young kid, then maybe McCarey starts out because, you know, if Moses is still here, they got the kid from USC, you know, who is a good player and was hurt all year, and maybe he'd be the right tackle. And um, you know, Zeitler Zeitler's probably Voorhees is the Yeah, Voorhees. Not the one that
2: killed people in those slasher films. Wasn't that Jason Voorhees? Which one was he? That's correct. But what? Go. What? I mean, I. I oh, that's f-
5: uh, what is that? Friday. Th- Friday
2: thirteenth. No.
5: Yes. The other one's Nightmare on Elm Street. That's Freddy Krueger. Right. I get him confused.
2: That was the Ravens' 6 round pick. Right. Because <laughs> the only left tackle on their roster
3: right now, other than Ronnie, would be McCarry. Would be the most natural guy.
5: Uh, this one here from Chris says: I was worried about this game until I heard who would be out for the Bengals. I think in typical Ravens fashion, they're desperately trying to hold on at the end, but they do find a way to hold on. 23-17, Ravens.
3: 23 seven. okay. I, I mean, if they're, if they're having success running it, they'll be able to close out games, and they'll be good in the red zone if they're having success running it. I mean, last time they played the Bengals, what were they, 2-4 in the red zone? I mean, they were pretty good in the red zone.
5: speaking of that run game, Texter here says, even my mother-in-law, who doesn't know anything about football, was asking me last Sunday, why isn't Mitchell carrying the ball more? I thought Harbaugh was the head coach. He could tell anybody to put Mitchell back in at any time. Once again, the Ravens never seem to make necessary adjustments.
3: Well, the only thing I I would say to that is they were throwing it most of the time, they tried to run it a couple of times, got one yard. Then they were throwing it most of the time, Justice Hill was in because he's the best pass blocker. That's the only reason
2: I can come up with.
5: Hey, to get this guy's mother in law job They're on the sideline there. <laughs> hey, you
2: got any scouting uh, history there?
5: Oh. We'll take anybody. Uh, I tell you what, before we hit the top of the hour, two more tickets here. See Green Day. It's all happening next summer. They're going on tour, the Saviors tour but July 29th will be at National's Park in DC. Tickets are on sale right now, but you don't have to buy them cuz you could win a pair right here. We're looking for caller number 8, Lamar Jackson, 410-583-1057. Caller number 8 for two tickets to see Green Day.
2: Biddy and Haney, 105.7 The Fan. When we come back, Cordell Woodland's going to be joining us. Preview tonight's game against the Bengals with him. Count that money heading into the weekend, hopefully buy or sell that Charlie Goldsmith, Cincinnati Inquirer, will preview the Ravens-Bengals game from his perspective. And how shocked is he that the Steelers could be in first place next week?
1: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news,